Bidzy's Small Business Society, number 118. You're listening to Bidzy's Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy's Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm excited for all of my episodes, but especially for today's because I am talking to Chris Strub. I started following Chris on Snapchat after Inc. Magazine included him in the 25 Snapchat influencers who are doing it right. And he's listed with heavyweights like Amy Schmidauer, Pat Flynn, Peter Shankman, John Lee Dumas, and many more people you'd be sure to recognize. Chris became the first person to Snapchat and live stream in all 50 U.S. states, and we'll find out why and how he did that. His journey led him to write 50 States, 100 Days, the book, which weaves together his stories from the road and gives insight into his innovative use of social media for social good. Big welcome, Chris. Glad you could make some time today. Can you first tell us more about yourself, then about some of the projects that you're working on today? Absolutely, and, and thank you so much for having me this morning. It's, it's, a, it's a real treat to be among some of the big names that have been featured on this podcast. Well, wow, thanks, past. Chris. means a lot. So, um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I think I'm best known for the, the trip around the country uh, last summer. So during the summer of 2015, um, I traveled to all 50 U.S. states in 100 days. And during the course of that trip, uh, I volunteered with a different youth organization in each state. So I started May 15th uh, in South Carolina, jumped in uh, my 2007 Honda Accord, which uh, I love to call the Honda Hotel uh, for reasons we can touch on, and um, made it all the way to Asheville, North Carolina by August 21st. So um, it was an incredible journey of uh, you know volunteerism and, and uh, um, self-determination. Um, of course, I was out there on the road by myself. Um, for a hundred days, and uh, it was it was quite incredible. Um, it was great to use live streaming and Snapchat, as you mentioned, to share that story um, with the world, and more importantly, uh, be able to visit with uh, hundreds of nonprofit executives, volunteers, staff members, kids um, all around the United States in every corner, um, and share with them some of the the messages and some of the expertise um, that so many of us in you know the the Amy Schmidt hours and and so many of us social media professionals get get ourselves wrapped up into. It was great to bring some of that knowledge um, to the world, to the North Dakotas of the world. You yeah, know? yeah, for sure. 
for sure. I was going to say, you probably learned a lot about yourself. You learned a lot on the road and your audience probably learned a lot as well. But Chris, why are you volunteering with youth organizations specifically? Great question. So there were a number of uh, triggers uh, in the months uh, leading up to the trip. Uh, when I was figuring out exactly what it would look like. I, I knew I wanted to do some sort of volunteer work. Um, in the, the December prior, um, I volunteered with an organization called Pay Away the Layaway, um, which was started by a fellow Binghamton University alum uh, in 2011. They help uh, deliver presents to families in need um, around the country uh, during the holiday season through uh, anonymous volunteers. And I got to be somewhat of the, the secret Santa um, and just seeing that raw emotion of, of how uh, a mother, a grandmother, a father um, were affected um, when we were able to say, yes, we're, we're saving this holiday for your children, your, your grandkids, your nieces and nephews. There's nothing like that in the world. There's nothing like that emotion um, to see a parent or a grandparent just totally overcome. And I said, damn, Chris, how can I make that, how can I replicate that emotion over and over and over again. How can I make that possible in, in so many different ways? And so the idea of volunteering with a, a youth organization in every state um, just felt perfect. And uh, of course, the organizations were were broadly receptive to it. And um, obviously, it worked out really well. Yeah, it sure did, man. So Chris, what made you decide to take that plunge into traveling around the entire U.S. in 100 days? Did you have a regular job, quote unquote, that you had to quit? Or what were those other circumstances? I mean, here you can talk about the Honda Hotel as well. <laughs> sure, sure. So a little bit more backstory. I actually ended up doing this twice. Um, so in 2014, um, I quit a job that I had as a social media director in upstate New York um, to travel to 48 states in 90 days, uh, also by myself and also in the, uh, the Honda Accord there. Um, you know, and uh, why? Um, you know, I... I my, my life was going pretty well. Uh, my career was going pretty well. Uh, you know, we were making pretty good money at this agency, um, had some discussions about the, the long-term future of it. And you just sort of wake up one day and say, there's got to be more to life. You know, I, I, I knew that um, as my life progressed, as I went on, you know, through my late 20s and now early 30s, um, I wanted to make as big an impact as possible. And so, uh, 2014, 48 states in 90 days, but no element of volunteerism. So um, completed that trip, uh, turned 29 and said, gee, uh, I think I can do that again and I think I can do it better. So from there, as soon as I got back, as soon as I got back to Binghamton, I said, okay, what's the new plan? How can I use this experience that I have and use these talents and use this, this passion and energy that I have to make an enormously positive difference in the world? And so I started planning again, um, went a different direction this time, uh, clockwise instead of counterclockwise, and um, decided to visit 50 states in 100 days and volunteer with the different youth organizations. Um, you know, it was tough. It was tricky. You know, I was still recovering financially from the first trip. Um, and so we, we referenced the Honda Hotel. Um, turns out when I got to Alaska, I decided to sleep in my rental car. It was the first time I'd ever slept in my car and it was 1230 AM and still light out. So I was like, <laughs> what is this? Um, but along the way back, uh, through that second half of the trip, I ended up sleeping in my car 14 times. Um, just due to financial constraints. And it was because I, I had 
there was no chance I was going to give up on this dream, on this journey, especially once you pass that halfway point. Yeah, and there like, was no corporate sponsorship or anything as well, Chris. Right? You know, I tried. Um, and I've had great conversations with um, with John Andrews and, and Ted Rubin and, and some other uh, really bright social media folks about this. I, I gave it my best shot. You know, I had some high-level conversations um, with some hotel executives and some uh, consumer brand executives um, and it just wasn't the right option for them at the time, I suppose. So, um, I just went on my own, you know, and I like to say the trip was, was sponsored by, um, the consumers, the viewers. Um, I got a lot of great, uh, you know, just small contributions throughout the way. You know, we sold a small handful of t-shirts and, you know, Rob, it was really never about the money. <laughs> um, you know, I like to think of it as an investment in a, uh, you know, you think about going to grad school. I mean, the trip itself was much cheaper than a, a grad school degree. And, and I have a one of a kind degree now in, in uh, volunteerism, you know, Absolutely. Uh, this, just a this, much higher purpose there for sure. Oh, yeah. it was it was incredible. And I didn't have any homework assignments or anything like that. It was here you go. Um, go figure it out. And we did. So um, it was it was just an incredible journey. Um, you know, the finance, the financials will work themselves out. And I always like to say during the trip as well, you can make back money, but you can't make back time, you know, and I have no regrets about going at all. I actually wish I would have thought of the idea even earlier in my twenties because, um, you know, I'd love to travel even more. Let me ask you this. Some of our listeners here, uh, might be considering taking the plunge into entrepreneurship or otherwise, like you did. How did you handle the external pressures, you know, from your work life or your family or your friends, Chris? You know, I referenced the conversation I had with my boss uh, when I quit my job for the first time. Uh, it was difficult, um, almost as difficult as the, the conversation I had with my mom and dad, uh, who were like, what? <laughs> um, but when you have a dream, when you think about what it is you can accomplish, um, you have to believe in it a thousand percent. And I knew that long term, if this was something that I was able to accomplish, um, which of course I was, um, that this would uh, distinguish me and really set me apart from all the noise in the social media world. You know, people recognize my name uh, because of my accomplishments. And um, it's really great to be able to be different and to be able to stand out and, and truly do something different. You, you see so many memes and so many quotes online. Um, well, do it. Believe in it. You know, and, and when you have an idea, um, you, you have to believe in it more than anybody else. And so it was easy for me to be able to sell this to all of the organizations, uh, to my parents, uh, to my former employer. I mean, not that I really had to sell it to her, but um, the idea that um, knowing that what you want to do is going to work out in the end, um, when you grab onto that and you say, there's no way I'm going to fail, um, which I had to remind myself of several times during the trip, um, that's the courage, that's the strength that you need uh, to, to make it happen. In business or in life, I think you're talking directly to that small business owner, that entrepreneur, that solopreneur working in the home-based office as well, Chris. So thanks for that. And you said people now recognize your, your name. I mean, you're a, you are a heavy hitter on Snapchat, especially social media overall. How has your life really changed since your journey? And this is less than a year ago. How has your life changed since that journey? Yeah. So um, 
I am now uh, working as a contractor um, with a, a major organization here in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, Humana. Um, you know, they're doing this remarkable work in communities around the country. Uh, they call it the bold goal, um, where they're looking to improve health in the communities they serve by 20% by the year 2020. Um, this opportunity has just been astonishing for me. Um, I get a chance to do a lot of uh, work that's very similar um, to what I did last summer, working directly with organizations around these communities. Um, it, so far, and again, we're speaking today in the beginning of August, but over the next few months, I'll actually be traveling uh, to other uh, Bold Goal communities and working directly with um, a lot of these organizations that uh, your listeners will be familiar with and helping them directly with um, their social strategy, helping them uh, determine how to use social video and how to use Snapchat. And this role wasn't something that exists. You know, this wasn't like, oh man, we have a job opening, let's call Chris. It was we saw what this guy did, and we realized that there is enormous value in it. And um, it's been an incredible partnership uh, to this point. I've been here um, since the beginning of June, and uh, we're just getting started. Um, and to be able to live my dream um, with an organization like this, you know, you talk about um, being able to, to make a change in the world um, just as an individual, you know, to go around and make a difference. And I certainly felt like I made a difference last summer. But this opportunity to, to work with uh, an organization and work with um, so many brilliant people um, whose goals and whose uh, energy are being directed in the same fashion um, – you know, you talk about the power of collaboration and how bringing people together in online communities uh, can really amplify and really multiply uh, the difference that you can make. Um, I'm seeing that in the corporate world here as well, getting a chance to work with so many incredible people um, at Humana and getting a chance, of course, to meet uh, so many uh, determined uh, world changers um, within Louisville and soon to be uh, communities around the Southeast and around the United States. And hopefully the world, Chris, you're truly becoming that influencer. So you gathered some of those stories in a book. Can you tell us more about your book? What is the premise there? Yeah, I'd love to. So uh, 50 States, 100 Days of the Book. You referenced the title before there. Thank you very much. Um, the, the book is written in a style that uh, brings you uh, literally along the way from from state to state. So it's written chronologically. Um uh, it's kind of a sad story that the, the uh, young woman that I worked with in Charleston, South Carolina, the very first state, actually passed away last week. And so oh, wow. it's been sort of an emotional uh, ride for me recently, um, thinking about how that first woman, her name is Kim Brown from the Carolina Youth Development Center, um, sending prayers and love to her family, of course. Um, but uh, just bringing you from city to city um, and really uh, immersing you in the struggles and um, really explaining, uh, you know, through my lens, you know, what my thoughts about each organization were and, and what um, the challenges they faced were. And of course, no two, or no two organizations are the same. So the, the experience that I had, and again, I was out doing as much physical work as I could. So um, you'll see within the imagery in the book, uh, me building a, a, you know, laying mulch in, in Anchorage, Alaska, or, you know, cooking meals in Jackson, Mississippi, um, all sorts of fun stuff in, in all 50 U.S. states. Um, 
and you sort of see the, you'll also notice as you read through the book, a progression in my approach to it, that uh, I was very naive in the beginning. I, I literally in, in Charleston, I had no idea what I was doing. And then by the time I got around to North Carolina, um, the grand finale was, was visiting six different organizations in one day and conducting oh, wow. all those. Yeah. I mean, it was, that was an exhausting day for sure. So, um, the book sort of brings you to all 50 States. It also gives you a taste of course of the culture and all the benefits of that solo travel that I uh, was able to, uh, try ahi poke in Hawaii for the first time. And, and all of those, uh, wonderful experiences that a listener might be accustomed to experiencing, say on vacation. Um, I was able to, uh, experience, uh, while making a difference with an organization in each state. So it's, it's a great read. I like to tell, tell everybody it's the best book I've ever written. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe not the last, though. Chris, obviously there were challenges there. You talked about sleeping in your car for 14 of those days. Now, I want, you, I want to get into your head. I want you to talk about your biggest challenge. So what was the biggest challenge that you faced on that journey? Um, and our listeners here are typically looking for the actionable steps that you took to really embrace and overcome that challenge. Las Cruces, New Mexico, uh, I believe it was state number 13. Um, I started to realize as I looked at my bank account that, uh, I was screwed. You know, I, I really had planned the trip again as the second trip in two years, um, with the intention of, of finding a sponsor. You know, you talk about doing volunteer work in every state and, um, it, it sounded marketable to me. It sounded like something that, that would make sense for some brand somewhere to pick up on. Um, and so uh, when I left, uh, when I left South Carolina, I decided we were going to make this happen no matter what. Um, the financial aspect of it was enormously difficult. But there was a moment that I had in that hotel room in Las Cruces, New Mexico, that I said, there is nothing that's going to stop me from doing this. If I need to spend the next five, 10 years of my life figuring out how to pay off this debt, I'm going to do it because I believe that deeply in the value of what I'm producing right now. I believe that deeply that as a 29-year-old with this dream, I decided, you know, I, I knew that if I were to quit at that very moment that I would spend the rest of my life regretting it. And so I went back to that thought process, that idea of uh, the idea that I had come up with before the trip and said, this is something that I am destined to do. This is something that I'm determined to do. This is what they'll put on my gravestone, Rob. And, and there was no financial barrier. There was no physical barrier. There was nothing that was going to stop me from continuing that trip and from finishing what I was doing. So... Um, I can imagine a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of small business owners out there um, being in that position uh, every day. Maybe they're listening to this right now and, and you know, my struggle parallels theirs in, in some form or fashion. I can't imagine they're out there on a 100-day, 50-state journey. <laughs> but um, that struggle, that, especially the financial end of it, um, if you have an idea, if you have a dream that you believe in and you know in your heart that that's what you're destined to do and you're determined to do, then don't give up, you know, because you always, you're, you're always going to have to answer to yourself. And um, like I just said, you can make back money, but you can't make back time. And so if you truly believe, all things considered, that what you've put your heart and soul into is what you're destined to do, you know, go for it. 
do it. And if there are consequences afterwards, Rob, then, you know, at least you know that you were the one that made the decision to um, push forward and, and make your dream come true. What is the worst that's going to happen? You'll sleep in your car if you have to, man. And just so many of these, so much of this translates so well, Chris, into the entrepreneurial space, just the grit, the resilience that we need when we just launch our businesses or if we're a couple years into our businesses or if we're five or 10 years into our businesses, we still need to take these lessons to the bank. We need that grit. We need that resilience and we just have to keep on moving forward. Now, you talked about some of your rewards already Chris, you talked about how your life has changed. You've got a book. You've got this great journey. All of this stuff has happened in the last year. Why is it so great to be Chris Strub? (laughs) (laughs) Rob, it's great to be Chris Strub because I had a dream and I went out and achieved it. And, um, you know, so many people um, get older. You know, I saw a recent study that said the, the biggest regret for people in their 50s and 60s is they wish they had traveled more. Um, not many people get a chance to visit 50 states, and certainly not many people get a chance to experience the, the magic of volunteering and, and seeing, um, you know, being able to make a positive change in the lives of kids uh, in all 50 states. And so, Rob, I honestly feel like the experience that I have in my brain, in my heart, um, is unlike anything else I've, I've seen in the social media space. I, I love telling these stories. I love being able to um, recap and, and just, you know, I play a game with my friend Dan Gingis where he just picks a state and it, it brings me back and allows me to relive um, the memories of uh, Impression 5 Science Center in Michigan or the Boys and Girls Club in Austin. Um, I, I am so, so rich with memories and experience in my head that um, if I never traveled to another state ever again, uh, I feel immensely satisfied on the inside with, with the experience that I've had. And I, I, I hope that people listening to this can recognize that and realize um, just how uh, meaningful even a single volunteer experience can be, you know, that uh, my my major goal last summer was to inspire others to get out and volunteer and make a difference. So um, check out the website for your local chapter of uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters or go out to an event this weekend with the YMCA or the Boys and Girls Club or uh, volunteer with your local Girls on the Run chapter. I mean, each and every single one of those experiences, you know, and, and the joke, of course, is that they were all across the country, but every single one of those experiences was so immensely meaningful to me. And, um, you know, through social media and through the book and through podcasts like this, um, I hope that um, the the meaning of those experiences can translate to at least one other person who, who might come across the story. It's doing great work. And I'm just uh, thinking to myself, you have this deep map of newly grown synapses in your brain, Chris, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, a map of a lot of things in my head for sure. I mean, I, I I can definitely remember how to drive from from Dickinson, North Dakota, to Rapid City, South Dakota. So, um, so it's so much fun to to have gotten out there and traveled as well. That um, you know, we talk about the inspiration and the volunteerism and everything, but just the idea of traveling as well. You know, that not people don't travel nearly enough, and when you get a chance to meet people from other regions and from other states, especially in a year like this, Rob, where there's so much uh, vitriol and so much anger and hatred uh, being portrayed uh, online, you know, in election season and everything, that um, this really is a beautiful, beautiful country. And 
um, looking back on the trip, looking back on the photos and everything reminds me just how special it was uh, to meet people from all walks of life, all colors, all sexual orientations, um, all regions of the country. Um, it's such a beautiful world out there. And when you get a chance to see that, especially firsthand, um, it really changes your perspective uh, 180 degrees from the, the sort of uh, garbage that you might come across uh, through social media every day. Now, Chris, I'm getting goosebumps listening to you here, man, and I'm just, uh, you know, I'm fretting that I have to shift gears here in the interest of time. But uh, here's my next question. What are your most effective methods of engaging with and growing your audience? And here, I want you to help the aspiring entrepreneur understand some things about really gaining some traction out there in an extremely noisy social media and marketing landscape. Don't put yourself on a pedestal. Um, You know, I think especially for... um, brands and businesses. Um, it's been extraordinarily uh, helpful and meaningful uh, for me to be able to have conversations, um, conversations, that's the key word, um, with people who want to interact and engage with you. Um, you know, that I, uh, I love sharing my story, um, you know, but I love uh, talking to other people about their stories and um, listening, engaging, conversing. Um, these are all buzzwords that you hear so often, but I don't feel like a lot of brands really embrace it and understand it. You know, that um, don't be afraid to um, go watch a, a Periscope video and, and engage with, with the, the broadcaster. Don't be afraid to join a Twitter chat and um, represent your brand um, in that chat, that people want to connect um, with people. And so to be able to humanize your brand, your, your entrepreneurship, um, you know, the, the people that I connect with the most are those who are the most down to earth and who are able to uh, reveal something about themselves um, in the course of what they're doing. So um, don't think that you have to put a shell up and don't think that you need to put on some sort of show um, through social media to portray who you want us to think that you are. Just be who you are. And if your heart is in the right place, if you're creating something that delivers value and you're willing to engage and respect the value of people's time, that will all come back to you uh, a thousandfold. You know, Gary Vee talks so often about uh, the, the value of just a moment when he talks about he's walking to a plane and he just calls some random followers. Um, those people become, you know, mega fans for life. You know, we talk about Joe Wilson's We Are All Famous to a Few People. Well, um, don't be afraid to start with one person and um, respect the value of their time, respect the value of that friendship and that interaction and build from there. Um, but, but don't think that you need to put up a facade um, to create an image that uh, you want to put out. Just be you and success will come. Yeah, and I think you spoke to it earlier. You said that people, I think, are concerned about what other people are going to think they look like. Just be authentic is what you're saying, right? A thousand percent. I mean, when the, the, the direction that the social media world is going is all about authenticity. When we talk about Snapchat, when we talk about live streaming, you cannot fake it on these platforms. You just can't. And so, uh, you know, when you see a brand take a chance and go live on Facebook or go live on Periscope or even create some some incredible Snapchat content um, that shows us who you are and what you're about and, and what you do, um, that authenticity really, really resonates with people because we feel like we're getting to know the people behind the brand. 
So um, if you're out there listening, don't be afraid to go live. Don't be afraid to show us who you are on Snapchat. Don't be afraid to tell us the reason why we're, we're watching something that you want us to watch. You know, it's, it's, we really want to see um, what you're really about, you know, through these new channels. And that's totally the direction that the social media world is going these days. And you talked about creating that incredible content. Just make it incredible to you. You define what's incredible and just put it out there, Chris. Yeah, you know, and I think that's a struggle that all of us content creators go through, right? And that's something that when I talked about my role with Humana, it's, it's an evolution that I've had in my head over the last couple of weeks even, is determining what we want to show on video. I think we, we really want organizations and we want, uh, you know, Humana as a brand to um, to showcase what it is that's really meaningful to people. And it's incredible how it always seems to tie back to the people who are affected by it. So if you're running a, a service of some sort, if you're a hairdresser, you know, let's talk to the people who whose hair you've been cutting for the last 20 years. Or if you're a nonprofit, let's find a way to talk to some of the people who have been impacted um, by your organization and by the services that are created rather than um, you know, just sitting at a desk and, and speaking to a director or a communications person. Um, it, it always seems, Rob, to tie back uh, to the people, which is why podcasts like this that allow you to get to know the people behind the brands um, are such a, a special and, and, and beautiful and meaningful experience. So important. Yep. So important. So you mentioned Gary V earlier. That's an influencer that I follow, uh, along with a few others. But uh, which influencers do you follow online or otherwise, Chris, for inspiration and motivation? Okay. Top of my list, I would say Brian Fanzo. Um, I social fans. Um, again, so much of what he is about is authenticity. Um, I could sit here and, and quote him over and over again <laughs> for the remainder of this podcast. Um but just the idea of uh, his mentality of think like a fan um, is something that I always, always refrain to during almost every single meeting. Um, think like a fan really means, would you watch what you're putting out there? Would you listen to what you're putting out there? Like, Think of the audience that you're trying to reach and put yourself in their shoes and decide whether or not what you're creating is of value to them. Um, I love following and, uh, and, and listening to um, Jeff Goldberg. Um, he's uh, Periscoper in New York City. He's creating a new series called Behind the Busk. And I think that, you know, I was tweeting about that yesterday, that that content that he's creating uh, that really showcases and brings you directly into the lives of um, some of these creators um, in and around New York City um, is incredibly meaningful and, and going to be a great example for others to, to check out. Um, I, I referenced my friend Joe Wilson, who is uh, a longtime uh, artist and author um, based in Los Angeles, um, and he's really developing his own niche with the uh, We Are All Famous to a Few People brand. Um, of course, that's also supported his uh, wife, KZ, as she uh, continues her battle against cancer. Um, so yeah, Brian... Jeff, Joe, I mean, those might be some more non-traditional names. You might have expected me to go um, a little bit higher, but um, those three guys um, have really become very close and personal friends uh, to me, you know, as well as, you know, Joel Kahn, you know, and uh, so many others um, that really have made a a direct influence um, on on my life and on my journey um, over the past year or so. 
definitely a lot of resources out there and uh, we'll do our best here to include some links in the show notes here chris now i'm going to be jumping around here towards the end forgive me for that next question is do you love to win or hate to lose and why hmm um i love to win I mean, who doesn't love to win? Uh, I've, I've grown up uh, a big sports fan, of course. It's been difficult watching the Chicago Cubs over, over the course of my yeah, life. I've been seeing some of those snaps lately. Yeah, um, You've been pretty happy lately. <laughs> also, yes, uh, it's been a good year. And then, of course, the Dallas Cowboys as well. I mean, I love to win, Rob. I mean, don't, don't we all love to win? And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting when you look at uh, where I'm positioned in the entrepreneurial space. Um, I feel like everything that I do is a win because... I'm not living, I'm not comparing my work to others. You know what I mean? I've sort of created um, this new wave, this new niche of, um, you know, using Snapchat and using um, live streaming for social goods. So every conversation that we have feels like a win. Every time we get an organization um, to open up and to try Facebook Live or to uh, express themselves on Snapchat, and more importantly, to put themselves and make themselves available um, in these spaces where people are um, these days, every single one of those feels like a win. So hell yeah, I I love to win. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to lose, Chris, when you're not only creating the rules of the game, but the game itself. man. That's that's true. That's 100% true. Now, give our listeners something actionable. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? After a long or stressful day, um, relax, unwind, unplug. Um, You know, social media can be so overwhelming um, that you want to make sure that you have uh, healthy vices um, within your grasp. Um, I am obviously working with... uh, Humana uh, on health-related goals, and so um, I find that I don't get tremendously stressed um, because I have such a big focus on uh, my health. So I know you follow me on Snapchat. You see my uh, smoothies uh, every morning. Yep. <laughs> um, you can frequently find me um, at Planet Fitness. Um, I love to run. Um, so finding ways that you can um, release that tension in healthy fashions. Um, has really, really um, opened me up to um, being consistently successful and really has been an enormous change for me um, over the past um, five or six years. Uh, You know, always drinking water, get your sleep, um, eat healthy, um, exercise. I mean, all of these things are so important to uh, providing balance to your life and um, you know, just because you go to sleep, you know, and, and you get your eight hours of sleep doesn't mean that you're not hustling your face off, as Caleb Maddox would say, uh, when you are <laughs> awake. So uh, make sure that you always put yourself first. You put your health first and your, your success professionally will, will come. Chris, I'm so glad you mentioned Caleb's name. I'm in talks with him right now to have him on the podcast very soon. Love that guy. <laughs> oh, he's he's absolutely fantastic. And Caleb, of course, was included in my uh, my Strub Snap Swaps project, which I completed uh, from February to April, where I did snap swaps with um, 50 people in 50 days. Caleb represented uh, his state of Florida, and uh, my gosh, is he just such an inspirational figure. So uh, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, as soon as I'm done, uh, first thing you want to do is go download my book, of course, but then right after that, um, go listen to the Caleb Maddox version of this podcast once that's available as well. Can't wait to see what he accomplishes over the next little while and forever ongoing. Now, 
let's boil this thing down for our listeners, Chris. What is the one thing you want to share about following your passion and just doing some good in the world like you did? Um, you know, I think it's, it's always important to remember and, and keep everything in perspective that, uh, you know, people are, are stressing out about their business or about their life. And uh, when you get out and volunteer and you get a chance to see firsthand um, what real life is like for a lot of uh, people out there, especially kids who aren't blessed with the uh, advantages that uh, some of us have. Um, it allows you to keep, um, like I said, keep all things in perspective. And so, um, get out and, and, and volunteer, you know, go find an organization in your, in your community that, um, really could use your help. Um, you know, when we talk about volunteering, uh, your time, your talent, or your treasure, um, you know, there's a reason we mentioned your time first that, um, you know, those moments, um, that you can spend uh, just talking to young people, listening to what it is that their struggles are, um, can really allow you to to gain perspective um, on life and really make you start to recognize, and that's something I think we all start to see as we get older, you realize just how lucky we all are to have what we do have and stop being so frustrated and disappointed uh, about what you don't have or what others have, you know? So um, volunteerism, you know, just allows you that that incredible sense of perspective that that really allows you to mature uh, um, as an individual. And I've been lucky enough to uh, get my share of that last summer uh, around the country as well. So great, such a great story, Chris. If people want to learn more about you, more about your story, more about everything that you're doing, and find a copy of your book, how can they connect? Perfect. So. Um, you can read all about the story at teamstrub.com. Uh, there's plenty of photos. There's also a list of all of the organizations that I worked with um, around the country and a direct link to get the book there at, at teamstrub.com. And of course, you can uh, connect with me across all social media channels. Um, across the board, it's at Chris Strub, C-H-R-I-S-S-T-R-U-B. I'd love to uh, start a conversation with you much like I did yesterday with, uh, with Rob. And now here we are recording a podcast. So, um, I am, I'm very open and, and very communicative across all those channels. Um, you can also tune into a lot of the, the videos and such that I'm doing with Humana at facebook.com slash team So, uh, again, traveling around Louisville, uh, and soon to be traveling around uh, the southeast United States, working with some of the amazing organizations um, whose missions are really allowing uh, these communities to become 20% healthier um, by 2020. Chris, this has been such an inspiring story of grit, of resilience, and just of humanity, man. Appreciate it so much. Thank you for taking the time to join me today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. What a pleasure. Thanks so much. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive
positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy's Small Business Society today.